I want you to be happier. I really do. And one of the ways I found each day for myself to increase my happiness is to start with gratitude. Seriously, and I've mentioned this before, I have a five-minute journal, and each morning I wake up, I write in it what I'm grateful for. And it really does change my outlook for the day. And I'd like to give you your very own five-minute journal. All I ask is you write a simple review of this podcast wherever you listen. Just send me a screenshot of that. DM it to me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm at Paul J. Goldsmith. And I'll send you a copy of a five-minute journal. Because reviews are the way people can find podcasts. And if you do that, I would love to send you a journal. So thank you so much. If you want to pause, that's okay. Go ahead and write the review and then come back. We're going to talk about the mid-career crisis that we all experience. And if you haven't had one yet, I'm sorry to tell you, you're going to. If you work for a living, you're going to experience a crisis at some point or more likely multiple points along your career journey. Let's talk about how we persevere through the mid-career crisis on today's episode. Welcome to the Creative Coach Cast. I'm Paul Goldsmith, an entrepreneur and creative coach on the show committed to helping you transform your creative ideas into a reality. There's a moment or several moments in everyone's career where there's regret or disappointment or a full-blown crisis. Maybe you've been stuck in the same boring job for 20 years. Whatever the case may be, you have some career FOMO, your fear of missing out on other opportunities. So I thought we'd talk about three ways to how to overcome the FOMO and persevere through a mid-career crisis. So the first way is to grow where you're planted. Have you taken ownership of your current position and actually challenge yourself, not waiting for the boss to do it or a client to do it or the president of the company? but actually come up with your own goals within your current work situation. Is there a way to manage up and challenge yourself so a year from now, you're actually thriving and don't dread your daily work? And maybe find a career counselor or a mentor or coach that can help you to grow where you're planted. There's always opportunities. Maybe you went to school for something or trained in a certain craft and you've done that for decades and you kind of feel like that's what you have to do for the rest of your life. Well, says who? But here's the thing. Are there ways you can innovate within your existing industry, within your existing job? If the answer is no, maybe it's time to move on. But have you exhausted all possibilities in your current position? Because ultimately, our most valuable resource is our time. The second way I would offer that we persevere through a career crisis is to get a creative hobby, to actually do something that inspires you. What is an activity that you could do that brings you more energy? The average American spends about four hours of their day watching television. Now, I know everyone likes to think they are above average, but frankly, that's impossible. Regardless, It might not be television for you. It might be social media. Whatever it is that you're checking out with, is there something that you could do for 45 minutes a day, even 20 minutes a day that would bring you energy? Not something just to zone out to, something that would be life-giving. Maybe it's an improv class. Even during COVID, I had a friend who did improv on Zoom. Maybe it's cooking or gardening or writing, but is there an activity where you can create something that produces a spark in you because that's the start to rekindle your imagination. We're not human doings. We're human beings and we need to do things that engage our hearts and our minds and not just help us get through another day. 
And maybe, just maybe, that creative hobby can turn into a side hustle or even career. But a hobby lowers the threshold of risk. It's really about getting curious about what excites you. Initially, it's just a matter of finding something to produce joy. It doesn't have to earn money. It's something that is life-giving, and that might inspire you to do other things that are life-giving, and it really does have a multiplier effect. A little bit of encouragement goes a long way to help rekindle other areas of your imagination. And that really leads me to the third way we can persevere through a mid-career crisis. Of course, one way that is guaranteed to bring a little relief is take the focus off of yourself for a minute and give back. It was Frederick Buechner that said, your vocation in life is where your greatest joy meets the world's greatest needs. There's lots of ways to give back and doing so will help you feel better about your situation and give you perspective. Who knows, it may lead to another job opportunity. That was the case for me and it's happened time and time again because I look for ways to volunteer and to serve and to give back to organizations that are really meeting the needs that I care about. My passion for nonprofits actually led me to start a whole new company with two partners. The company's called Vidare Creative. We help nonprofits raise money to do good. One of the nonprofits that I've supported since about 2006 is Compassion International. They take children in poverty situations and they feed and clothe and educate them and break the cycle of poverty. And I can't think of a greater cause than that. Through my company now, I get to help them raise more money to to release more kids from poverty. My vocation has become part of my occupation, and it's such a joy. And in fact, my wife and I sponsor two kids, and, and they write us letters, and we're able to write them back. It's just real tangible. It's a joyful thing because it's not about us. And frankly, that makes me feel good. That's a benefit of giving back. What is it for you that you're really passionate about? Where does your passion meet the world's greatest needs? Maybe for you, it's it's animals and you go volunteer at the Humane Society, or maybe for you, it's disadvantaged youth and you become a big brother or big sister. I know because my nature is to be a skeptical person. And so I think what holds a lot of us back from giving back is there's so many problems. Where do you start? And there's so many scams. So I don't want to give money to any organization. That's kind of a cop-out, right? If you ever buy a house, all houses have their imperfections, some more than others. The solution for that is you hire an inspector to check out to make sure whatever property you're buying is in good condition. Well, the same thing is true for any charity. You can look up the reviews of any charity. There's a couple of sites that I use to check out the background of any charity that I'm going to be working with or that I would donate to. There's one, charitynavigator.org, and another one, guidestar.org. At the end of the day, I think we owe it to ourselves and the world to actually do something for others. Life is too precious to work at a job you hate and then try to get through your remaining waking hours just consuming entertainment. That leaves us with a void. Maybe, just maybe, you could turn your FOMO to your JOMO, 
your joy of missing out and joy of doing the things that matter most to you. So even if it can't be your job, can you give back? Find an organization to volunteer your time and resources to, to make a difference. And ultimately, I would encourage you to, to find a job that aligns with your values. But in the short term, can you give back? Can you find a creative hobby that sparks that desire to live in courage, to live with intentionality? And, and that's really the purpose of this Creative Coach Cast, to live intentionally, to do work that matters, that brings meaning to your life and to others. If you need help doing that, please feel free to reach out to me. You can text me at 559-574-3210. If you haven't already, please leave a review on the sites for the podcast so others can find it. Then send me a screenshot and I'll be happy to send you a five-minute journal as a token of my appreciation. Thank you for listening to the Creative Coachcast. I hope this has been beneficial. And if you like it, please review it and rate it. That way others can find it. And we'll talk to you next time.